People have been hunting birds since the dawn of time. They've been hunted for food, for feathers, and more recently for pleasure and sport. People hunt many different types of birds for many different reasons. And you are about to hear some of the stories behind these reasons. This is the GoHuntBirds.com podcast. Bobby Easter. It is Saturday the 19th of February. So by the time you get this, it'll be Monday and ever closer to turkey season. Today marks 65 days until the opener of the Ontario Spring Turkey Hunt. So getting closer, more excited. Uh, today I want to talk about a few different things. Uh, housekeeping to start uh thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, i hope you enjoy the episode um with that feel free to share it to all your like-minded friends and let's get this podcast boosted right up i know we've had a lot more people tuning in and we've had an episode out every monday consecutively now and that's really good for the podcast and the last couple episodes have been really good uh the ones that mark put out so Uh, Let's keep that trend going. Today, I want to talk about the power of a photo. I think generally a photograph, in any sense, uh, holds a lot of value. They say a photo is worth a thousand words. In front of me, I'm holding a photo album full of Polaroid pictures that were taken by my dad, by a lot of the people that he hunted with. And there's something about opening a photo album, regardless of what it is, but uh, for this topic of conversation, it's a photo album full of hunting and fishing and camaraderie, friends hanging up deer and holding up fish and ducks and just best friends. Some of these go back to 1980, 1981, I have one of my dad standing beside the first deer that he ever shot in Pennsylvania, and I think he forgot how to smile in this picture, because <laughs> he doesn't look like he has one on, it's a little bit grainy, but he, uh, yeah, he's standing next to his first deer that he shot in Pennsylvania, and I just think just the power of a photo like that, especially for myself, not growing up with him, to be able to look back and, and see the things that he did with his friends, and there's something very special about that to me and I'm sure that goes across the board for anybody that has family that hunts grandfathers great-grandfathers that you can open up some photo albums and kind of look through their through their years of hunting and fishing with their friends I think that photo albums have sort of uh, 
left the chat, <laughs> if you could put it that way. Uh, everyone's got their phone out or taking pictures on a, on a camera. But I think that having a photo album is something truly special. Every time I open this this album, it just brings me great joy to see all the adventures that they went on. Closer to the front, it's all deer, and near the middle, it's ducks and tables full of rabbits and grouse. Near the end of the album is moose and bear. And I just, I could look through these for hours. I've seen them a hundred times, but every time I open it up, I kind of see something new. And I, me personally, I really enjoy taking pictures. Um, every time I used to go out duck hunting with my buddies, they always, always make fun of me because I'd be, you know, the first person pulling the camera out as soon as the sun crested the horizon and, and lit up the water. They're all gun in hand, and I'm, you know, just taking pictures of the sunrise coming up. Personally, I really enjoy taking pictures, and I think it's one of those things that sticks around forever. You know, you can look at that picture, kind of close your eyes, and it just puts you right back in that place. I have a picture. Uh, it's one of the first things that I see when I wake up. It's a picture of me, Mark, and a friend of his that went on a duck hunt, goose hunt, in December. Uh, that'd be uh, not uh, maybe it was last December to look at the picture I can just remember everything about that day it was the first day that I had ever sat down and in, in a layout blind in the middle of the snowy cornfield and watched mallards work a spread I couldn't hit a single one of them I'll, I'll be com completely honest I, I was way out of my league on that one but um, we did end up managing a few really really nice drakes and we did get into some geese too but I just think when you see a picture like that and it, it can just bring you right back to that that point in time and it's just like a, a moment in time that's just saved forever it doesn't matter how many years go by or how much age you put on you can just look back and and enjoy that moment in time and I think that's really important to do with you know your kids it's important to do with your core group of people because you know if they could do it in 1980 and have the wherewithal to put a photo album together so that they could all sit back and enjoy uh, these pictures and I know a lot of the people in this in this photo album are no longer with us so they're not around to be able to tell you I sat this watch one day and I saw a great big 12 point buck and he walked away and then all of a sudden a bigger buck came and and I ended up shooting him and but it's all written on the back of these these Polaroid pictures where they hunted the day the time what they saw and I think that's super special and I would hope that anybody listening would be able to have an album like that to open up and enjoy I, I think I'm gonna make more of a point of taking more pictures especially this year you know I have a young daughter that's really really gone big time into hunting with her dad and I had her out quite a bit last year uh, getting ready for for the deer hunt whether it be going out feeding or checking cameras and or just walking around in the woods um, I have a few really good shots that I took this year of her just being in the woods and enjoying her time with me and uh, one 
again, just I can close my eyes and see it. We were feeding and it was a really windy day, but it was a warm breeze. It wasn't too cold. Um, we were feeding and it was, I believe it was in deer hunting season. So we both had our orange on just in case well, I hunt my own property, but it's, you know, a good practice for her to understand that, you know, it is deer season. We do need to have our orange on and I was feeding and she was kind of poking around in the woods and I looked over and for a split second I just kind of watched her what she was doing and she was looking up through the trees and the sunlight was shining through the trees and the leaves were falling off all around her and I quickly got my camera up and I took a picture of that and it was just like she was just completely locked in on, on what was happening and I remember being really choked up and being very proud to have been afforded the time um, to be able to spend with her and I think that you know with or without that picture I'll never forget that moment but I have that picture that moment in time that she you know might not ever remember and I can be able to pull that out and show her and I remember her asking me because I, I was a little bit I was taken back by it. It's very special. And she said, "Well, wasn't that beautiful?" And I said, "Yes, it really was." And I don't really know of any other picture that I may have taken last year that was as special as that. Uh, later that day, we kind of ventured off further, and we were foraging for puffballs, and we found a a really nice spot full of puffballs. And I have a picture of her holding up this giant mushroom that's <laughs> twice the size of her own head and we just we took pictures there and the property that I hunt um, has belonged to my uncle for a very long time and uh, there's always kind of little special treasures that you find uh, on a farm there is an old ladder from a stand that had completely rotted off the tree that it was on and this wooden a-frame ladder that was laying in the grass and I got a really nice angle of that and she said to me she's like why are you taking a picture of that ladder and then when I showed her she's like oh she's like that's a really really good picture and uh, it was a uh, pretty special and then she started finding pop cans from God only knows how long it was a um, a cream soda can crushed cream soda and it looked like it'd been out there for a while, but it still had a little bit of its color and nice vintage look. So it's funny, you know, to somebody walking by, they're like, oh, that's garbage on the ground. And really it is, but, you know, it doesn't really take much to make a nice picture. And I think, well, I would implore anybody to make sure that you're taking pictures. Um, document what you're doing out in the woods with by yourself but more importantly for your kids and for the people that you share the outdoors with um, my uncle has always been my go-to guy um, he was my dad's one of my dad's best friends um, they duck hunted together he was originally from Pennsylvania Scranton Pennsylvania and the boys from Scranton and the boys from Canada would kind of alternate years where they would go up and hunt deer 
and then the next year, boys from Scranton would come down and they would, or sorry, opposite way around, uh, and, and hunt waterfowl. And they never missed an opportunity to document those those trips. And I'm lucky enough to be able to open up multiple albums and, and see that. So make sure you're taking pictures. Make sure you're documenting your time here. Because one day, when we're all dead and gone, and our great-grandkids are looking through these photo albums, and it'll just give them that little, maybe a push to enjoy the outdoors more, and to understand that, it doesn't have to be so, you know, so intense, you know. We live in a world where everything becomes super fast-paced, um, regardless of what you're talking about. But more to the outdoor side of things, you know, it's these brand-new guns, and it's these top-the-line this, top-the-line that. And I look at these pictures, and I see a man in a, a pair of slacks, and you know, a button-up shirt and an orange hat with probably the nicest rifle money could buy at the time, and there's nothing fast-paced about anything that they're doing. They're just enjoying their time together, and, you know, I can keep flipping through, and I noticed that everything was just so simple. It didn't have to be so intense. I'm sure there was intense moments, but you know, these guys look pretty laid back. <laughs> There's a picture here of my dad at a hunting camp. It's all board and batten. It's a beautiful camp. And on the back of the picture, it says, Boys Christmas at the hunting camp. And he's opening up a box that wasn't wrapped, but it's full of just stuff that they thought each other would like. And most of it's all hunting stuff. There's box ammunition for for a 308 rifle and that that's just what I mean I would love nothing more than to be able to sit down with the deer camp that I hunt with now and say hey you know look at that picture we should do that because that would be fun and let's document it you know it's November it's much before Christmas but this is the the deer hunting Christmas and everybody get each other one gift and let's document it and if you can do it on a Polaroid, if you still have a Polaroid camera that takes pictures, then <laughs> you're that much further ahead. I guess mainly what I'm trying to say is we don't get a lot of time on this earth. Some people get even less. So make sure that you're taking pictures and you're enjoying the time that you have with the people that you you have. And if you've got a picture that you can show your, your grandkid when you're, you know, I'm maybe too old to even get out there and do it anymore. Well, hey, why don't you go look for this stand? Because I know that stand's still out there. And I know that this guy shot a great big bucket there. Or this lady shot a really nice bear off that stand. And I just think the power of a picture, it, it's really something special. On that note, make a day of doing stuff like that. Me and, uh, me and Big Dan White went out turkey hunting in the spring last year it was our first time turkey hunting together and I wanted to make sure that it was special for him and I uh, I brought my camera I brought everything that we needed to cook a really nice breakfast a little propane stove and we had some fresh coffee and maybe a couple Red Bulls because we weren't really all all there after the night that we spent partying it up but I have the pictures of, of the day 
and he took some pictures of me while I was cooking, and I know that one day when I'm flipping through an album and I look back on that picture, it really is worth a thousand words, maybe more. Make a day of doing stuff like that for yourself. If you like to go out solo hunting, take pictures. Document your day. You know, I know the last podcast that Mark put up, and he piggybacked an episode of him and Ron talking about things that Ron did as he was learning waterfowl or hunting in general, because I know that he did a lot of waterfowl hunting on his own, but how he would document the weather, the time, in a notebook. And to the group of guys that hunted with Ron and and spent time with Ron, I'm sure that notebook, <laughs> it's worth more than all the king's gold. And if you could ever go back to any of those spots, you're a shoe in because you already know you've got years of experience. So I'm not going to make this a super long episode. Um, I just got off of a night shift and that was something I was thinking about all night long. It was just the power of a photograph and how important it is to make sure that you're, you're documenting and keeping track of all the good times and the adventures that you can have in the outdoors. And that said, make sure you're taking a kid out with you. If you have the opportunity to bring a youth out hunting, you know, your kid, your neighbor's kid, your sister's kid, you know what I mean? Get them off the Xbox for a day and bring them out. Make it fun for them too. I brought my daughter out deer hunting and, you know, she sat a long time before I had to pull my phone out and, and say, here, do you want to play this game for a little bit? And I have pictures of that day with her and my Uncle Rick. And I know the power of that photograph now. And one day, you know, he's not going to be around anymore. And it's going to be that much more special to me. And I, I hate to ever think about something like that, but it's just the truth. It's the nature of of life, but... If you can document, if you can freeze that moment in time, don't don't miss the chance to do it. Uh, you'll thank yourself later for it. I can tell you that for sure. I didn't grow up with my dad, but I can look at these pictures and I can just see glimpses and moments in time of his life that were very special to him. And to be able to, to look back at that is very special to me, so... Don't miss a chance to uh, freeze a moment in time. Like I said, we're 65 days out from turkey hunting. By the time you hear this, it'll be even less. So make sure you got your $20 stuffed away for the turkey contest that's coming up. Um, I know we're going to have more information about that coming up very soon. So uh, put that on your calendars. April 25th. That's when the, uh, the chess game of the woods begins. And uh, I wish everybody luck. I know we're still a ways out, so I'll probably talk to you about it <laughs> again. But, you know, if I can already start wishing people luck, you know, I, I have a really good feeling it's going to be a good season. I can't wait to start getting back to my own camp and walking around. I know we just got another big dump in the snow, so it kind of puts me back a little bit further. But, again, that's all part of it. So, yeah, well, I appreciate everybody stopping by and, and having a listen and, Make sure to uh, to like and share and uh, send this off to your like-minded friends. And uh, we just love to keep growing the brand and 
growing the podcast so if you'd like to be on the podcast by all means give us a message and we'll definitely sit down and, and see what we can put together I know we've had a couple of really good podcasts recently that, that I hope everybody enjoyed so yeah uh, thanks again I'm your host Bobby Easter and this was another episode of the Go Hunt Birds podcast cheers be safe